Welcome to God Love Texas Music. I'm Catherine. Um, honey. This week and last week. So it's been a long couple of weeks. Audible. Um, we for the first time in, in about history, eighty episodes in history yeah. of God Love Texas Music podcast in the history of the world. <laughs> we did not release an episode last week. We didn't. We just we were both you know under the weather, honey. Yeah, that's what she's saying. I'd like to thank the Mexican police for letting her out of jail. <laughs> Honey brought home a a stomach bug and passed it around the Odom household. Why am I getting blamed for it? Because you're the one that started it off and passed but, it around. But I'm old and decrepit. You could have got it and just, you know, I could have just... You got it quicker. first and then I got it three days later? I mean, how does that work? Anyway, so we were a little under the weather and just, yeah... Didn't happen. Um, and overwhelmed. I mean, we'd been going pretty strong for a while. Dude, I'm telling you. Um, School starting and everything. Yeah. So life is crazy. Uh, mm-hmm. And then with our daughter and her medical stuff and our daughter-in-law and her medical stuff. And then even Jimmy's girlfriend and her medical stuff. I mean, I don't know what the deal is with all these young females now. Anyway, um, but the last two weeks, so weekend, bef- weekend before last, we went and hung out with Ty Laramore. Um, and Jake Bush. And Jake Bush. Yeah. At, yeah at Ty's one of my favorite Saloon. singers. He really is. We had so and much I, fun. I had never seen him perform live. And he put on one hell of a show. Oh, with the full band? He 100%. did. He did. I got, and, I got to give him credit on that. And he was a lot of fun afterwards. We yeah. hung out for a while. Yeah. So. And we got to meet Jake Bush. What a nice guy. Yeah. He was really yeah, nice. Big yeah. fan. And man, his range. Really good. We'd never seen him live either, so mm-hmm. it was it was a great night. I've um, heard a couple of his songs, but you know yeah, of he. Uh, I mean, you know, his range was from all the way to. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> Don't his, even try. Don't even try. <laughs> he was no, he was really really good, and really he put good. on a great show too. Hundred uh-huh, percent. And of course, we got a you know shout out to Silver Saloon. They they've got an incredible venue. Oh yeah. I yeah. swear to God, just their lights were couple hundred thousand dollars you know yeah, was, we got lasers and everything so it was, it was a good night great show and uh keep an eye out jake and i are talking and looking at schedules and hopefully we'll be having him on the podcast soon yeah beck so, hung out with us that night yeah becky yeah in fact becky even hung out with us last night too so yeah. last night um or saturday saturday night the fifth yeah the august 5th we went and hung out all the way in yantas texas at yeah. neon moon which neon moon is a great venue it is they, uh, i didn't realize they have a big huge venue out back too yeah we've never been outside we need to go look at mm-hmm. um but we and, got to see landry and company yeah and thanks more. to everybody from holiday village for coming out yeah. and a lot of people from holiday village came out and we, we missed hung out yeah we missed cardis he was he was not there he was hanging out with steve helms playing a uh, a private gig in Midlothian last night. Oh, I thought it was at Union 28 for some reason. No. No, it was a uh, private gig? A private okay. Gig. And then um, Paula wasn't there. She was the mom. She was out doing something with some Bible study group or something. Yeah, like a tea room or something. Yeah. Is. Dorothy yeah. was telling me about it. Yeah. And then Dorothy, she only got up and sang a couple of songs because she is uh, due in October. Yeah, she's like 73 months pregnant. <laughs> So it was a lot of fun. And Becky, um, hang, shout out to her. In fact, she might very well be one of our very first um, sponsors. Yes. Yeah. Yes. She, so she, she owns her own real estate firm. Uh-huh. So she uh, she's a realtor. And she was like, 
I want to be a sponsor. I'm like, well, I will let you. So we're going to talk about that. Looking forward to that. We And if you're not aware, we are looking for sponsors and we're cheaper than you think. Um, so yeah, it's really out. not much. No, I mean, not for what you get and, well, you and know, our reach. Our reach is a lot bigger than honey jokes about our two listeners. Actually, we're up to seven now. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it really surprises me because people are starting to like talk to me in public about what we do. And I'm like, uh, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 for you sure. Know. I mean, people come up to us and kind of know who we are. And people are going up to artists at their shows mm-hmm. and say, I'm here because I heard your stuff on Gotta Love Texas Music's podcast. Yeah, so thanks for that. And I came that. to your show because of them. So I'm loving it. That is exactly why we started this in the first place. And I'm glad to see that it is um, it is starting to happen. Well, you know, and I got to tell people, you know, there's a... Uh, Start listening to more podcasts. I mean, there, there's a whole lot of information out there, and it's really kind of mm-hmm. cool. Very sure. I mean, everything from, well, Jeff Canada started his new podcast. Yep. Bree. Bree Bagwell started hers, which is really funny. It's hilarious. Um, Harley and yeah. Uh, yeah. Drew. Oh, Harley and Drew, and that's there with... Um, Texas Music Reviews. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say Texas Music Reviews. Yeah. I, but but they're incredible. So start 100%. start listening to podcasts. It'll open up a whole new world to you. True Tall Tales and Whiskey. Yeah, True Tall Tales and Whiskey, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And, of course, Joe Rogan. You know, he, <laughs> he actually, I mean, if you can get past the uh, some of the humor on there, you know, it's uh, he, he puts out some really good product. And if you're into the crime thing, well, my very first podcast that I ever listened to was Dr. Death. Yeah, that's and, a good one. And it sucked me in. Well, so. that, it be, because that's also a Dallas area thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. If, you're, if you're dead Crazy. from an operation, you might be on there. <laughs> Listen to it. All righty, guys. Um, no, so he's like a week, doctor that was killing his friends and stuff. <laughs> this week, we uh, we sat down with Jake Williams. Yes, in, we did. In this cool little, um, not actually not that little, uh, place in Burleson called Juanita's Mexican Grill. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were we were there to see a couple friends and a guy from Poland, Scott, Scott Haley, Scott uh-huh. Haley, and it just turned into this big, huge where we ended up re- recording like two or three musicians yeah. and hanging out. And I got to tell you, man, this guy is awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. then we got to see him the other day at the um, at the industry awards. Now this this one's going to be a little bit different. It is because he didn't sing music during it. No, because I mean there was it, we were in a bar and it was very packed and there was a lot of background noise. So there was just no way to do that. So he just released a new song. So we're going to play that at the end, um, and then we'll play one of his other songs that's out um, before at the beginning. So yeah. so it'll be I, a little bit different. So it'll be a little bit different. But listen to the interview. Great guy. Um, it, good it, interview. Dusty Motes was yeah. our. Um, Guest host, our guest host, and we always love hanging out with Dusty too. And, and if you like the, if you like this format, let us know. If you don't, piss up a stump. I don't care, <laughs> you know. But uh, but let us know what you think on it. Yeah, yeah, give it a listen. Catch my eye right away The long curly hair And them tight fitting jeans I thought my eyes Were playing tricks on me But I ain't had a damn Thing to drink I've been here every week Three times maybe four But I ain't ever seen you before My mind tells 
Just me to make a move before you up and walk out that door. Can I buy you a drink, honey? What would you like? She said, That's all I hear from every single guy. Why don't you man up and spin me around underneath them neon lights? So we dance together through the whole night. sitting here at Miranda's Mexican Food and Cantina in Burleson, Texas. Again. Again. So we um, we just got through hanging out with Scott Haley, and then we snagged a couple of guys literally off the stage and said, come sit down with me. So we are sitting down with Jake Williams. Hey, Jake. Hey, how are you? Thanks for the impromptu interview, man. Oh, hey. <laughs> Thanks for the opportunity. And, uh, are you live or something? No, no we're sure, not live, we're recording <laughs> for the podcast. We're recording for our oh, podcast. Yeah. Yeah, we're doing a podcast, man. Okay, about, about what? About all kinds of stuff. Gotta music, love life. Texas music. We're, and we're going to change the world today with this conversation. Okay. Oh, hell yeah, we are. Here, you had to get arrested, one or the other, huh? from statute of limitations. We're not drinking at this table, man, but, but what's your name? I'm Wesley. Hi, Wesley. Nice to meet you, buddy. All right, listen. Listen to Monday's episode, and we'll talk about you. Uh, 
Which we're going to talk about you right now, Wesley. We're, we're going to talk about you on Monday's episode. Okay. All right, so listen to it. All right. So we are, as I was saying, we're sitting here with uh, with Jake Williams, and we have a special little guest host. Y'all are going to get tired of hearing and listening to this man. Dusty Moats is yeah. here. Well, he's he's going to sit yeah. in for a couple minutes anyway. Well, y'all, we always seem to bump into each other in I random know. places. It's kind of cool. We yeah. do. As long as y'all don't get tired of me, that's okay. Never, yeah, man, we love never. you. I actually, Jake actually asked me to sit down, and I was actually going to eat my chips and salsa. Eat and my that, yeah. That's what the correction is right now. But you, hey, know, you know what we forgot to mention? What? Uh, the Texas Best Hat Company. Uh, he had a hat from it last oh, time. Oh yeah, he did. We episode. talked about it. We did. Was it out? I don't know if it was on on or not, but that's okay. Know. That's okay. That's okay. So hi, Jace. Jake. Chase. Oh, Chase. Jace from Jace Texas Savoy. Best Hat Company. I'm sorry. Yeah. See, uh, there's so much background you, noise. Oh, I'm just, struggling. Uh, in Fort Worth, the best, yeah. the best yeah, hat store. Yeah, oh, the best it. hat. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's ha- that hat. Yeah, store. he's got one we, too. There you Jace go. Jace Savoy. Jace yeah. Savoy is the he's world's a, greatest hat former. Yeah, yeah, he's a good one. I don't know what the proper term for that is, but who cares? I believe so, they call hat shaper. Hat shaper. Yeah. yeah. Jace is awesome. So Jake. Well, I have to mention some real fast. What? You know you're in a cool place when local Texas music is on the jukebox. Yes. Yes. I don't yes. know who played that, but that's cool. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. Teague Brothers were earlier. Oh, were they? Dude. Yeah. Hey, man. Oh, let, me t- let me tell you something, man. There's This place is pretty magical. You know, I know you're going to probably talk with Jesse, but Jesse's been playing here off and on or had a house gig here for six or seven years. He does this every year. He he puts together all this stuff with Stoney. Jesse has a couple songs that they, he's co-written with Stoney, so he's oh, kind of a really? he's right. kind of a kind of a, a lock-in, and, and he's kind of letting us hang around with his coolness today, isn't he? Oh. Yeah, he is. So you guys, you guys just came back from a tour with Jesse. So it was was it just the three of y'all, Jesse, Jake, and Dusty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It tell, was. Yeah. Tell, tell us all about it, Jake. Well, <laughs> his face always creeps up. It's your song. Shut up! Oh, is it? Are they playing yeah. your song? Yeah. Something tells me Jesse Jennings might be behind this. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, I probably awesome. won't hear yeah. it, but uh, it's I, a badass how song. Ma- how many times do you do a podcast, and while you're doing it, both the people you got on the, the song play back to well, back? So not yeah. I, I bet you ever. Quiet, I bet you if we're quiet, we hold on. Yeah, you can hear it. Yeah, 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 that's badass. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Very oh, that's cool. funny. But uh, yeah, we uh, we went down to uh, Portsmouth in England, and we spent uh, three or four days there. Dusty was it? Yep. Yeah, and uh, played country on the coast. We played there, and then we traveled up uh, from there to Ireland. And that place is a true treasure. They, uh, yep. I've uh, I've talked to a lot of people since I've been back home, and they uh, they asked me like, man, what's Ireland like? And I said, pictures and words don't do it justice. But I think if you had to put it in a sentence, I was telling Dusty this. The way they keep up with that place and how beautiful it is, it's a direct reflection of the people there. Yeah, for sure. Because, uh, like, and I'll say this, like, no doubt about it, I feel like we live in the greatest country on earth, but we could definitely take a few notes as far as, like, the way they preserve history, you know, over uh-huh. there. They, if you don't like it, they just let you tear it down now over here, but right. over there. They don't tear anything down. No. I mean, it ain't nothing. You can be driving down the road and just see, like, a 350-year-old castle just sitting out in the field. Wow. Yeah, they, and, well, the cool, the other coolest part, we've seen some stuff that was from 400. We've seen some stuff that was from 400 A.D., which was really, really interesting. Yeah. And, oh, and wow. Santa, Santa Claus's really? grave. Really? Yeah, we've seen we Saint saw Santa Claus's grave. Yeah. Shut up. That's really yeah, freaking cool. Is that? can, we, can we cuss on this podcast? I'm sorry. This up to y'all. Y'all are the boss. So. No, 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 no. You're the boss always. Uh, yeah. It all yeah. depends on you. Uh, you, and you know, in Belfast, there's a, there's a bar called the Dark Horse. been there since the 1700s. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need you to send me that picture, Dustin. That's Saint Santa Claus's grave right there. St. Uh, Nicholas. You now, can't see it, but that's cool. He's going to send it to me. So apparently... 
some other people took part of St. Nick, and Necklace of Myriad was his name, St. Nicholas of Myriad. And they took part of his remains, and it's somewhere near the Mediterranean, too. So he's got two places where he's at. Oh, really? Is, and so how we found out about this. So this is, he was talking about how cool Ireland was. We were in Kilkenny, and we're sitting there, and we're getting ready for the Kilkenny Roots Festival. And there's this drunk dude, and man, this one drunk dude in Ireland, they're all drunk. Right. They're, 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 they're having a blast, right? And they're, they're a good time, but he's like, man, Santa Claus is buried here. And I go, you're shitting me. And he said, no. Well, Jesse's over there because he's trying to shoot him away because he's pretty obnoxiously intoxicated, but he was so yeah. sweet. He was just... Jesse goes, Google, or was it, it was you? It was me, yeah. Yeah, Jesse goes, well, Google. Dusty had his phone out, and like, so over there, <clears throat> the funniest thing, I'm sorry, oh, the funniest good. thing is the guys like that that are obnoxiously drunk, when they talk to you, they, right here is the only space that they know. Oh, and no. So, like, would, right up next to you. He insisted that I Google this, while well, I looked over, and my partner, Dusty, had his phone, I'm like, hey, he's Googling right now, go tell him, and Dusty's oh, looking at me. He's, so, he's, he's sick, John. And he came right over, uh, next thing you know, he's about, right there. Because yeah. uh, no. there's two things that Dusty's really good at when it comes to conversation. It's sealing a deal or making somebody leave really quick. So <laughs> he's a... <laughs> I've never got, seen, it's, a, it's a special gift. I've never seen Dusty make taking, somebody leave really quick, I, but I, I, I want to see that happen. He lasted about 30 seconds. Yeah, about 30 seconds. Yeah, it was what hilarious. What the hell did you do, man? I'm, I'm, it's a gift. I'm not abrupt. I'm not abrupt, but I'm, I'm, you know, if you say, hey, man, thank you, man. I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still picturing Santa Claus. As you're shaking having, his hand and pushing him away. I'm yeah. still picturing Santa Claus having two graves. So, you know, like Santa Claus is up in heaven or something, missing like a leg or something because somebody <laughs> took off part of his remains, you know. That's wrong. That's the kid in me thinking, you know. Well, you know, the coolest part, and Jake will tell you this, we didn't do the normal, you know, we had two and a half days to do touristy stuff. And yeah, so, you want to get out and see the real people. But when you're yeah. there, you know, you could, we kind of decided, well, we were in Bob's Bar in Duro, Ireland, which is a, the oldest bar in Ireland, Ireland from 1642. Yeah, the oh, wow. Horse is the second oldest. Yeah. yeah. And so we go in there, and we're, we're going to play there, and he's talking to us, and we're talking about going to the cliffs, which is something everybody does, and, of course, Kilkenny, total touristy deal. He said, listen, man, he said, every county in Ireland has historical artifacts and historical things about it that you have to see. Everybody goes to all that normal touristy shit. He goes, you need to go check out, you're, in, you're next, you're in, in Duro County and you're in Kilkenny County. He said, go, when you go home tonight, don't go do the cliffs. He said, look around. Well, they didn't know what I kind of had up my sleeve. I was, of course, the designated driver. And driving on the left side of the road sucks, by the way. Um, <laughs> it was interesting. I did really good other than a couple times. Well, 10 times or so, I wound up in the right lane. Uh-oh. But so I put, put this whole thing together. And the first place we went to was called this place called the Duro Abbey. And the Duro Abbey is a church that, man, really, when you talk about that 400 A.D., that the original location was 400 A.D. But we get there, and we're all kind of looking at each other, and there's nobody. There's no tourists. There's nobody at this place. But there's a mile-long dirt road, and I've got a picture of it because I took a picture of it walking. And, man, you go walking down this road for about a mile, and you're kind of like, are we in the right place? And then all of a sudden, you walk into this church that has these old tombstones and is filled with sunflowers. Oh, wow. And, man, oh, wow. and, like, literally the oldest tombstones there were from the 1600s, and we kind of, everything we did was like everything. And, man, right, there was so many pictures. Well, there, they, 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 and there, there's so many treasures in that kind of situation that we yeah. were floored, dude. He was phenomenal. Yeah. It was, uh, I don't know, there's, we went, my favorite place, too, like, I enjoyed the, 
the Duro Abbey, but uh, I really enjoyed. There's a place up there called the Rock of Dunamaze, and it's a uh, one of the oldest castles there. But it's like 300 foot elevation for, that you got to hike up. Oh. But when wow. you when you get up there, you could literally see probably 10 miles in any direction. Really? You you can see to to the horizons. So so Dusty mentioned it, but I want a little bit more detail. So y'all got to play at Bob's. Pub, is that what it was called? Yeah, we played a little guitar there, and then we played another place called the Duro Inn. I'm talking to Jake. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> he, we, 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 no, he's good because you have to get with him because we, oh, wow. we played so many different places. Um, I don't remember all the names and stuff. I got gotcha. you. We, we played three or four really cool places. Um, the Cross Patrick was fun. That was a lot of fun. Uh, that was the first night, wasn't it? Or, no, the Village Pump was the first night. The Village Pump was a lot of fun. They were a rowdy crowd. So did they really like? So what did y'all did y'all play y'all's originals and Texas music or what y'all so, do? I don't know. Like it, it was Dude, it was a little mix of everything. Sing along songs. We sang yeah. Uh, Country, Country Roads by John Denver. I will say Elvis. this: if you, if you if you go to Ireland, any musician, they're gonna want to hear your songs. But if you really want to floor them. You can play anything that Garth Brooks ever released. Oh, God. Okay. And they, the stuff that didn't make it to radio, they know every word. word. Oh, really? All you got to do is sit there and play the guitar, and they'll sing it. Oh, wow. That's yes. nice. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. awesome. And the Eagles. They're big on the oh, Eagles man. over there. And Elvis. And, and Elvis. Elvis. Well, Buddy Holly, they should be. Eagles and Elvis, yeah. baby. I, that's yeah. what I heard. I didn't hear Buddy Holly. I heard Eagles <laughs> and Elvis. Yeah. Dude, he and the fun part about, excuse me, all those places was... Like, the first place we played, the Village Pump, they gave us the certificate of, like, keys, like, diplo- diplomacy keys yeah. to the city. Oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, 100,000 thank yous. Yeah, yeah. so it was 100,000 thank Shut yous. Shut the front yeah, like door. They it, it framed it and everything for us oh, and put, like, I the Texas badge on it. It was super cool. Check super this out. Cool. Oh, that's nice. I think I saw this picture. Yep. Oh, we we have a coach it. that just Thanks. came over from Ireland. And uh, he swears That's to God, badass. he swears to God, they are so into Texas over there. They are. They're, they're, wild, they're yeah. just into country music, period. Well, he, he came over to be a coach in America, and he literally came to Texas because that's all he had ever heard about since he was a little kid. Was Texas. Was Texas, 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 so, you know. A really cool thing that, that uh, I was listening to Jesse talk to some of the locals, and I'm sure Jesse will touch on this, but he was explaining to him. he said, you know that... Texas and Ireland actually have a lot in common. They was like, oh, well, how do you figure that? And they said, you know, y'all are like a big livestock country, not only that, but we had to fight for our independence, too, in Texas. Mm, yeah, they, they like, did. And they were floored. Yeah. Like, they they were just stoked by that. Like, once he told them that, like, but we met people over there that once they met us the first night, they there was some of them that, fo- like a handful of them that followed us around. Oh, the whole that's week. very we cool. To. But it's really cool because if you're from Texas and you play country music over there, all of a sudden, the whole bar becomes bartenders, and you don't have to buy nothing. Oh, that's that's <laughs> my make, kind of place, and poor little Dusty ain't drinking. They'll make sure that, but whatever you want to drink, water, beer, it don't matter. They make sure you're taken care oh, of. Oh, that's awesome. I almost had to say, if you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was drinking mocktails. Oh, man. Yeah, well, that we, would have we been hard We could not have drinking. a pint of Guinness in, now, in, I would be, in I Ireland. Did, I did take, because I had to say this, Jesse had a Guinness, and I took my thumb. Stuck it right in the middle and tasted the foam, and I was and I was glad I wasn't drinking that. Yeah. It's, it's like motor oil. I it love is. Guinness. Yeah, it's the, yeah. it's different I over love there. I Guinness. don't care what anyone says. They have Ireland Guinness and then they have American. Guinness. They do. That, that, is is yeah. that is true. That is true. Ireland is like motor oil. Yeah, yeah. I tasted the Ireland Guinness and and I almost took that glass they brought it to me in. 
And I almost went and poured it in the van that we had rented because it, it could have run it for sure. It well, did, yeah. When my was dad rough. was fishing over there, they would literally save him. They, they had the little kegs on the bar back then, and they would literally save the bottom part of that <laughs> syrup for him. And, uh, yeah, it, it's a phenomenal place, man. It's it, God's country there. It really yeah. is. It was, life, it was almost life-changing. It was, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It uh, Going over there really, it, uh, it changed my outlook on music because, you know, I I'll say this because we, we've talked about it a bunch. Like, we play a lot of places in Texas, and Dusty plays a lot more places than I do. But <laughs> every now and then, you you find that hidden gem place that they're just truly about music, your music, and mm. appreciate what you do. Over there, everywhere is like that. Oh, wow. Every place you Phenomenal. walk in. Yeah, see, I'm scared if we go place. over there, I ain't coming back. Well, you know, one of the things that was really interesting, there, when we played the Country on the Coast Festival, it was actually an actual festival, and it was all country. Well, because America is associated with country music. Man, you're in the U.K. and you're in this venue, and it's on the Gaiety Pier, mm-hmm. which is this thing on, on the sea, right? Mm-hmm. And when you walk in, there's American flags all over the room. Oh, wow. wow. And, so, and what was interesting is you'd hear this guy talk with, hello, mate, whatever. That, that was Australian. That I don't was know. Australia. Yeah. That was not England. But, yeah. But um, <laughs> anyway, he, um, man, they'd, be, they'd sing and they'd sound like Tyler Childers, and then they'd yeah. talk to you. And they would have this English accent. Really? James, it was James Dunn. James Dunn. Yeah, I actually talked to him today on the way I over did here. Too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, it's funny. Growing up as a kid, I thought you to be a good singer. I thought you had to have like a really huge mouth, like Carly Simon or something, or you know Aerosmith, or you had to have a British accent. I thought that was the only way you could be able to sing. <laughs> Carly Smith. Carly Simon reminds me of a largemouth bass. Hey man, man, she's <laughs> she on my, even at seventy years she's old, she's still on my bucket That's list. That's what I mean. She's she can belt. Like yeah. she sings, you sing her, you oh see her teeth gosh, and her tongue and everything. Yeah, yeah. Her music is beautiful. Yeah. We, uh, I'm just telling you, she's a belle. Yeah. <laughs> Over there, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of artists that were really intrigued about Texas and the whole scene over here, and like uh-huh. they was like. Yeah, like we'd love to come over there, and I'm like, well, I point out Dusty. I'm like, you're talking to the guy that that can that can make help it happen. You. That can help ju- you. They were just floored, and they said, well, well, when do we need to book tickets? And we was like, well, let us get back home, and we'll figure it out. But like, <laughs> there's some of them, and there's some of them that will do really that's, well over that's here really because cool. we could we could definitely have some uh, some some special episodes. For well, sure. Are you, are you familiar with Live in the Living Room with James Vince? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Where James is going to come over, and I, I was kind of talking about this. We're going to actually get some sponsorship to get him a flight over again. He hasn't been here since 2019, I think, is what it was. And we're going to get him in, and he's going to follow us to some of our shows, and then we're going to send him out to other shows. And y'all could cross-pollinate some podcasts. I would totally totally love to to have him on. I think that would be be very cool. And you could be on his. Yeah, man. Now, one thing I I want to go over to Ireland for is the fiddle playing. They've got some of the most amazing fiddle players over there. Dude. So we went to this place called Leap Castle. And, man, on top of the fact Leap, was ha- Leap Castle's haunted, but it was also... Everything's haunted over if, there. <laughs> somebody actually owned it and lived in it. Huh. And the guy's name was Sean... Ryan. Sean Ryan. His dad was a world-class Irish fiddler and whatever the pl- the flutist, the piccoloist stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Dude, and, man, he was a fiddler, and he was there, and he pulled out his piccolo thing and played for us while we were there wow. and was asking us, you got your guitars with you we, he wanted to jam oh wow inside yeah. the castle and we were like shit you know because you, you, we didn't think we're, we're touring you right. know yeah. and yeah. man so i i actually heard from him yesterday we shot him an email and um you know talking about doing some things he was talking about coming to one of the gigs but he's talking about coming to america oh, and, and man we yeah. got video of him playing the flute and jesse 
Jesse figured out how to play one of those things. He did. Oh, wow. I heard y'all talk about this on the the show today. So we'd say, hey, man, it's time to go to lunch. And he would play My Heart Would Go On by Titanic. Every time something would happen, he would. (laughs) If we went somewhere and and the door was locked or if we pulled out in traffic and Dusty pulled into the wrong lane and almost killed us, he'd start playing his flute. (laughs) (laughs) And I got a question. Y'all were singing earlier, the three of y'all. And who had the high voice? Was that you? Dusty. Get out of town. I was like, man, I hadn't heard you do that before. That was awesome. We, you almost got a little PG thing going on there. Well, what's so funny is we just kind of randomly, when he started doing Elvis, we all know Elvis, right? Oh, yeah. So he's doing Suspicious Minds and just out of fun stuff. We started doing it in England. Now, every time we do it, we're going to have to do it that way. Oh, it's fun. And Jesse called and he's like, we're doing that. We're ending with that. I said, okay. And he's... That's fun. And now, this will load you up for a topic for him. He is an Elvis freak. Bro. And so he was such Me an Elvis, too. such an Elvis, an Elvis freak that there was a <laughs> there was a sign that was in the Duro Inn that they gifted to him as we were leaving. Oh, how cool! In Ireland, yeah. what they give you? It was it was like an original from the early '60s. The, the movie Spin Out. It was like an original tin poster board from that movie. Oh, how awesome! Yeah. Yeah. Shut up! Uh, was holding, holding the double neck Gibson SG. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna need a picture of that. Oh yeah. Too. So, so they gave so me that like an Elvis calendar, and I mean, yeah, they, they, oh, they that's badass! Yeah. I almost, I, 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 actually broke a rocking. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have got this if it wasn't for Dusty breaking just the rocking blowing chair. through their hundred-year-old rocking chair that was passed down through generations of family. Shut <laughs> up. Well, they have it in front of the fireplace, and you know, I'm not a small human being. <laughs> I'd like to think I'm not large, that large, but yeah. I sit down in and. Jake's trying to get up, and the leg comes out of the rocking chair. I fall over, bowling ball over him. Oh, no. And I, I yeah. actually bought it. I paid for the rocking chair. When he hit me, I fell into about two bar stools. Thank God they were more modern, so they held up. But <laughs> yeah. We had an interesting time. And I'm going to let Jake tell some stories, too. We had a guy named Dublin Joe, du- Joe Shield. He was awesome. He kind of has done a lot of stuff with Teresa Nordstrom who's doing the uh, Texas Tornado Tour. We kind of okay, worked yeah. a little okay. We worked a little bit with Teresa and I've been friends for a long time, for, for a real long time, and, and she kind of helped us get that Kilkenny gig. But Joe kind of joined in our little thing and kind of helped us get our dates together. Well, he kind of randomly invited himself to stay with us. He's from Dublin, and so we had this... He wasn't an unwelcome guest, but it was an uninvited guest. An uninvited? Guest. But he was, he was hilarious. So, <laughs> you know, good dude, great dude. But my favorite story of the whole deal, I mean, I, we can talk about this, right? Because I think it's funny. <laughs> I know where you're It's hilarious. So we're playing, at, we're playing at this place called the Village Pump, which is his town. And, man, his nephew's there. And, man, he had been, he'd been hanging and He was kind of minding his behaving himself. He didn't get horrible. And one other thing I'll tell you about Irish people Man, if they that those Dubliners have really thick accents, and man, when they get shit canned and hammered, you can't, you can't. understand a freaking <laughs> word coming out of their mouth. He's like, and he also kind of had this high voice. But man, he gets obliterated, <laughs> like like hilariously obliterated. And man, are we, we stereotyping get, the Irish here? No, no, he, it was no, just a fact of life. It was him, and he made the trip for me because he was. There's, there, there was a couple little goofy things, but we we all worked it out. But he just was hilarious, and he would. So we're coming home, and he's he can't get in. They can't figure out how to walk through the hall. He rips one walking through the hall. Doesn't realize we're all here. 
And then Mandy couldn't find the toilet, and he spider man and across the wall in the dark. Oh, my word. <laughs> then he tripped on the footstool yeah, walking goes, in his room. Motherfucking shit. <laughs> in his Irish accent. He was so funny. And then he gets up, and he goes, oh, man, I'm not doing that again. I said, I figured. He was good. He was so hilarious. And he was such a good guy. And, man, we got to sit his I kind of miss him. Fun, fun fact about Joe. I will give him this. I've never, like... He's like about, really about all music, but especially the Eagles like I am Elvis. Like you could pick up a an Eagles record and you could pick up a song that nobody in the world knows and he, he not only will he know but he'll tell you who wrote it and who played the instruments oh, on it. Oh wow. wow. Yes, okay. hundred percent. We're big Eagles fans. We are big Eagles yeah. fans, but there's a lot of their music I'm like, that's why I didn't make it on the radio because it's yeah. not very good. D- Double and Joe <laughs> is a walking book of Eagles knowledge. Oh, very cool. But, well and music period, right? Oh yeah, lots for of sure. Yeah. And, and Texas music like yes he knows Shane Smith and the Saints Wade Bowen. oh wow badass he, so one thing you'll find with that Texas tornado tour you know I think Randy Brown's going on it Sarah Hobbs is going on it um oh Sarah we need to get you on Sarah the guy from um um oh my gosh Jeff Jeff Grossman from Saints 11 Jeremiah Heron's going on it oh wow anyway right. so he knows all those people and, and very uh, cool uh, Mike uh, Mike Stanley's going okay and so we were kind of the precursor. We kind of made it. We, we didn't plan it that way, but it wound up being that way. A precursor of Texas artists going to Kilkenny. Very nice. Yeah. And uh, you was talking about a second ago, stereotyping the Irish. I will yeah. say this. So the two fun facts. I think the, the hardest thing we laughed about was the drains in the bathroom. <laughs> because the drains over there, like, you know, over here we have urinals. Well, they have like a whole sheet of aluminum against the wall with a trough on the bottom. But I guess it gets so staggering drunk over there. Like, they also have a floor drain that goes like six foot back. So, a catch all. Yeah, Shut it, up. They it, do. I swear to God. So, so over I there. Had to, I'd take a picture yeah. of it. Over and there, there is no missing. Oh, that's hey, hilarious. Well, actually, they still miss. A dude, the one he had, Jake, was standing there. He didn't know I took a picture. He was taking a leak. And I took a picture of it. I don't want to see that one. No, you can't see him doing it. But what's funny is, is like legitimately, there's a catch-all there. Hold on. Let me find it because it was freaking Hey, I think we got a call in from the governor of Ireland right now telling y'all to piss off. (laughs) I mean, he said two fun facts. What's the other one while he's looking for the picture? Tell him we said hello. Just had the governor or the mayor. (laughs) He buddied up with the mayor. He's a super cool guy. we, we, We actually, the mayor's the one that actually booked us. Yeah. Oh, that's very cool. But uh, but the but the second fun fact was, and and I don't know if Dusty noticed this or not, but I think the the biggest lie about the Irish people. We was over there and going from town to town playing music and just seeing stuff. Yeah. We probably saw about five thousand different people. Wow. And I'm gonna say over there, about five percent of them had red hair. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. I never. Really? I, I don't even think I saw an Irish person with red hair. Huh. I was always told, you know, going oh, up. Oh, wow, that's crazy. That, so that's a honey. The, uh, so if you look, so real quick, like I had red hair there was a water hose hanging to the side of it. Oh, so wow. at the end yeah. of the night, they, they could, could hose it, it down. down. But look, at, look, picture, look yeah. at the tile. There's still piss on the tile. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed. We laughed. I laughed. I bet you I couldn't control myself for about 45 minutes. That was just the funniest thing. Oh, my Lord. It's like, how bad do you got to be that you need the whole bathroom as a drain? <laughs> And, and let me tell you something. There were when we were in Kilkenny, how many tech people from the United States did we meet? Like a bunch. There, oh, were, oh, there yeah. was somebody from. We we're touring this castle, Leap Castle, and the lady was from. Um, oh my gosh, she, she was from Shreveport. Shreveport, yeah, yeah. Oh wow, twenty minutes from my, from where I live. And yeah, I'm like, oh, we're neighbors, and she's like, where do you live? I'm like, well, I live in Wascom, Texas. She said, oh my god, I said, Wascom? never never thought I'd travel five thousand miles and meet a neighbor. That's funny. Wascom. So you're from Wascom. Wascom. Yes. 
That's okay. just fun yeah. to say. It, it is. So you, so you, you must have a little bit of Kunas in you if you're that close to. My, my, my mom's French. So oh, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, okay. Sure. So because we have some friends, well, we have we have quite a few friends that are that are you know in the in the Shreveport playing Hurricane Alley area. In fact, they're playing the oh, Mudbug yeah. Festival. Oh, they yeah. are. Coming yeah, up. I saw yeah. that. I don't Jake, know if Jake we can make knows, it. He probably knows them. Oh, Landry and Company. Wait, dude, me, I talk to Landry about once or twice a week. I buy Seriously? all my sound stuff from Landry. So do yeah. we. All this shit that yeah. you see yeah. right here is all from Land, Landry Sound Design. Man, Land, you know, Landry is the man. You know, he he's is the, the man. only person I know that can talk so far over my head I drown. It's like, it, hey, man, what about this new mic? Oh, you're talking about the PR54937254.6? And I'm telling you. Oh. And that's that way with soundboards, microphones, dude, speakers, cables. System. It don't yeah. matter. It don't matter. And guitars. At Texas, hey. at Texas Music yeah. City Grill. He, oh, the sound there is incredible. So now. much better yeah. now. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It's awesome. If, if, we if, love him. If, La- then, if Landry is a part of it, it's going to be premium. Yep. yep. For sure. And we, we, we're going to hopefully get Jimmy Wooten on here pretty quick. Yeah, we yeah. love Jimmy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. <clears throat> and we've, uh, who else do we? Braden Watts. Yeah, we've had yeah, him on. Yeah, yeah. And we love Cardis. Cardis is one of our favorite oh, yeah. people. We just we just love that whole family. Oh, so. they're great. They're yeah. great people for sure. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to Cardinal Music. Yeah. Stonewall, oh, Georgia. Yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Stonewall, Louisiana. Louisiana. You sorry. always say Georgia. I always, I always say Georgia. People are going to be driving all the way to Georgia to get their No, guitar. no, 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 no. Stonewall, Louisiana. Um, so tell me a little bit about you. I know nothing about you, man. I literally just met you two minutes before I said, well, we've got our equipment set up. You want to sit down? And you said, hell yeah, let's do it. Well, we saw you playing. I enjoyed we did. Oh, man. Yeah. Your voice. You so yeah, it was Thank good. It was voice. Good. How old are you? I'm 25. Okay. Because yeah. you look, you could be 12 except for the facial hair you got going on. Yeah. That's people why, that's why you probably me, keep that. People ask me why I don't clean shave, and that's why. Because you don't yeah. want to be. Look, I get yeah. tired of being carded at rated R movies. That's why. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. how'd you get into music? Um, I was always into music from the time that I was a kid. I used to, I tore probably two or three VHSs of uh, the George Strait Pure Country mu- movie. Uh-huh. I like that. Uh-huh. So we, we I like that movie. <clears throat> I like that a lot. And uh, then once I turned about 11 or 12, I really dove into Merle Haggard and that old old school sound. Oh, uh-huh. okay. When I heard Merle Haggard sing Silver Wings, it kind of sealed the deal for me. I went and bought a guitar and... And oh, then, so that was it. Yeah, and so then I ventured off and stuff and just ventured through a bunch of different music and uh, just figured out what I wanted to cut my teeth on. And I ain't going to lie, I was I was late to the whole Elvis wagon. I used to give my dad a really hard time about it because every time we got in the truck to go somewhere, he would get on Sirius XM and it would be on Elvis radio. And, you know, as a kid, you know, you want to. Not I, anything that your anything that your parents are listening to. Yeah. My daddy was that way with uh, with Conway Twitty, and I hated Conway Twitty until I became an adult. Yeah. For, so so then about probably uh, right before the movie come out, a few months before the movie came out, I kind of started venturing into it. And then once I saw the movie, I really just plummeted yeah. into the deal. And so. Yeah. Well, to be honest with you, man, I give everybody shit about Elvis. I do. I smack talk Elvis all the time. But after that movie, dude, I finally got it. It finally dawned on me. He's a true entertainer. He was. Oh, yeah, for it, sure. <clears throat> there's nothing else he could have done in life but be Elvis. Oh, yeah, for you know, sure. Like, like it, uh, I, I joke about Buddy Holly. Buddy Holly could have been a bricklayer. Buddy Holly could have done anything. Elvis, there's nothing in this world he could have done. Well, you know, I've always said, and I've told Dusty this before, and what gets me is, and I mean, it's easy to take this the wrong way, but a lot of people... When they talk about Elvis, 
people say that he's a freak, and the reason they say that is nobody was supposed to be able to sing like that and be that pretty at the same time. Oh, that's true. You know, and yeah. that's the truth about it. And what he could, the way he could coordinate a forty-piece band with one hand, oh yeah, was unbelievable. Yep. Well, the way I look at it is, see, there's almost so much talent, and so much looks that go out there. So Elvis got all mine, mm. looks and talent. <laughs> so that's, that's what happened. One of the, so one you're of the, left with this right here. <laughs> yeah. One of the funny, funniest Elvis-related stories I have is uh. Uh, probably about, I'm going to say it's probably about half a year ago now, I went and sat down with Estelle Brown, and she is the last living member of the Sweet Inspirations. Oh, wow. And so wow. I got to go sit down and sing some Elvis songs with her oh, and visit cool. with her for a while. And Shut the, up. The that got recorded? Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, the, the, I'm going to need a recording of and that. The, and, the, and the funniest thing she said to me, she said, I won't never forget when we went in there the first day to meet Elvis. We couldn't figure out why he wanted us to come sing with him. But the first thing he said, don't call me boss. I'm your brother. And we're, we're all family. He said, and number two, the only job you have is to learn the songs and watch me. And she said, and the second part of that was the easiest thing to do because that was the prettiest white boy i ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed so hard. I, was, I, I thought it was great. He I was. got an argument with somebody the other day. They were like, man, Elvis, man, he stole all the black music and stuff. I said, no, no, he appreciated it. Yeah, he did. That's all yeah. it was, man, was appreciation. You can't, yep. you can't yep. buy a pair sure. Yeah, for sure. We, and we went to Graceland one time. I took my dad to Ohio. Yep. We stopped in Graceland. <laughs> we just, we didn't go in. But what blew me away was the part of town that thing is in. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I just turned Maybe. off your, your mic, Dusty. <laughs> So if you're going to say something, if you're going to say something, <laughs> let me know first. They just cranked up the music again. Yeah. And uh, so I was afraid that the background noise was going to be drowning out the whole conversation. Oh, you know, one thing that, and I'll be honest with you, it, one thing that pisses me off is when people say, well, the movie wasn't very good. And you're like, well, what makes it very good? Well, you know, it was just. It wasn't a celebration. I'm like, no, it was made because it was the pe- people needed to see what really happened. That's right, because, that's the truth. Because Elvis, what Elvis went through, changed the music industry for everybody. I yep. think so. I think so. I agree. He really. Uh, I think that movie opened a lot. Of, it'll op- open a lot of eyes in the future. Like you need to be real sure about what you get yourself into mm-hmm. because yeah. because we've talked about this. Me and Jesse have extensively. <laughs> Colonel Parker made Elvis, but he also killed him. Oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. For absolutely. sure. I'll and agree so. with that. Well, you see this all the time. Mm-hmm. You see musicians already naturally have issues, predominantly yeah. anyway. And so, man, when you have some people that fuel that and cause more and more and more grief, that's exactly what happened. Well, my oh, yeah. And, my just, and the anxiety from what the, what he was going through ate him alive. My yeah. best example is Brian from, uh, from the Beach Boys. You know, Brian from the Beach Boys was just used and abused. Yeah. I agree. Dusty and I are going to now share a microphone because I swear that is so loud. Well, you know, I think they turned it up on purpose. I can, I can still hear it right now. It's coming through y'all. I don't know. Yeah. But it ain't as bad. I don't know what the deal is, but here lately on all social media, you know, you see these videos, these conspiracy theories that Elvis is still alive. And as much as we would love for that to be true, <laughs> you know, when you really dive in, he had glaucoma to the point he was almost blind when he died. Yeah. And then his heart was two times the size of a, no- oh, yeah. a normal person's. Well, like, not only that, man, the guy the guy had just lived rough. Oh, yeah. And know? he had a twisted colon. I mean, yeah. he had my, stomach problems, which was genetic from his mom and his oh, uncles. Yeah. My, my sister, she literally thinks that he is still alive. She is, she is one of the biggest yeah. conspiracy theorists. Something about Trump and Elvis. Yeah. and I don't even know. And, I don't even know. And, and Michael and, Jackson. And the, the, it's crazy. And everything else. See, to me, I, I, I would only hope. I think it'd be cool if they were. But, oh, they're, yeah. not, but they're not. Yeah. 
No, no to be honest not. with you, I, I look back at it. Look at all these musicians, the 27 Club. Do we really want to see and uh, oh, take James Dean? Do you really would you really want to see James Dean right now at like eighty-five no, years old? I would old be sad and wearing a diaper. I mean, come well, on, it would, you know it what would I mean? totally it would totally ruin you know the the, the mystique. The, yeah. Yeah. Janis yeah. Joplin was not much to look at, but but she died at the right. I mean, that made her a legend. You know what I mean? I will, yeah. I will say this, you know they. At 85, you know, they kind of lose what they were. You know, you just remember them, like, in their prime and stuff. Yeah. But I've always said this. There's certain artists, like Elvis being the main one, I would love to hear him and that band through today's technology of speakers and oh, sound man. stuff. Oh, Could you imagine? Because Estelle Brown told me, they said, we had a 40-piece band, she said, and we nobody on stage used a monitor. They, she said, every now and then there's one in front of Elvis, but the rest of us, we didn't use monitors. How wild. How, would you How the do hell? That? She said. She said we just sat in a room without microphones and all that and learned the harmonies and everybody learned the harmony. The they just did it. Them and the stamps and Elvis. Well, muscle memory. You yeah. know, you remember what oh, we yeah. were talking about when we were traveling? Oh yeah. I told Jake a couple times he couldn't hear, and of course, being the old man in me, welcome to professional music, son. That's it. And we're laughing. And tonight, we're, today, we were having. You know, because you, anytime you're swapping out quickly. He was having some issues today, and I go, what do I say? He goes, yeah, yeah, welcome to professional music. Well, hey, since I've been back home, though, I didn't tell you this, but I played like two or three gigs this weekend. Didn't use a monitor the whole time, and like so like today we went out there, and we the just threw something in there, and he's like, is it good? I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. The first thing he asked me, he's like, hey, did it, did it sound good out there? Because I couldn't hear a thing on the stage. I said, no, I said, I only caught the tail end of, the, I, I of it, know, but it sounded great. Now they're using talkbacks and in-ears oh, and yeah. all this stuff, yeah. and I, just, I don't see how they do it. It's a lot of, it, it's, it keeps a cleaner stage, and it makes it a lot simpler, but it, it is a lot of work that goes into setting it up. But. Oh, well, for sure. We, 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 uh, we did an MC thing for Left Arm Tan not too long ago, their last yeah. concert, and I had never been on, I mean, of course, the last time I was even in music was back in the 80s, you know? So when I got up there, I was hearing me through the monitor while she was through Daniel's monitor, who's half deaf, so she's I, like, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. I'm I like, couldn't hear him. Daniel turns me. The monitor down, so he didn't have to listen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it was, but but it's definitely different. It definitely takes. It's like yeah. anything. It takes getting used to. Yeah, the, the in-ear thing. It's a game changer too. Yeah. For oh, sure. for sure. Oh, yeah. Well, I think it also keeps people from going deaf. It too. does. It does. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you are know, talking about in-ears. I'm actually deaf from the first couple of in-ears that came out because they were so yeah. horrible. Oh yeah, I can right? see like, that. There's a frequency. Like, oh yeah. Like this ear, this my left side's great. My right ear's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me, tell me a little bit about your music, because I, as I said, I just met you. I don't, I don't even know if I've ever, I don't even know if I've ever heard your music. So, so <clears throat> I, I've been recording over at Rosewood in Tyler, Texas. Oh, nice. We like yeah. Rosewood. Oh Rosewood. yeah, them guys are great. Love Drew and Carrie to death. They're like my brothers. Oh, very the, beautiful yeah. studio too. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the well and, and, and the and the history there, that it's mm. really cool. Yeah, Love, Leanne Rhymes with Blue. They said that. I, I'm still though. I'm like, man, you're in Tyler, man. Sneak over to Robinwood, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of history in Tyler. A yeah, lot. There is, yeah, there is. There's a lot of musical history in Tyler. I'm sorry, it's not yeah. being brought but, uh, forth. So I've I've recorded five or six songs over there right now. Just been kind of releasing. I'm trying to just release what I think is right when the time is right and stuff. But um, you know, we've uh, we've recorded some some sure enough country stuff. Gonna record some more country stuff if. Uh, He's, he's got a song called Hot Cold Beer and Lukewarm Loving and a Woman with a Cold Cold Heart that I want real bad. And oh, no. That sounds, a, we're, that we're, sounds we're, you're gonna have good. You're going to have to have an album to put that I'm, well, I'm, I'm calling him out on this podcast, so that way he knows how bad I want him. But, uh, Uh-oh. Then he, he's got another one called Everybody's Talking, and it just reminds me. I don't know. 
I was a big old school Hank Jr. fan, so like the the '80s Montana Cafe album, it, it, it'll, oh. it'll, it'll it'll fit on that album perfect. Just like one of those, like the artwork for it, just sitting there with a coffee cup in a diner, looking at the mountains out the window, mm-hmm. be just right for that one. But <laughs> but so we've recorded that. We've recorded some commercial sounded stuff, very modern stuff that where it still has the country roots in it, and then I've recorded some. Motown sound and stuff but I told the guys when I go in there I said look I said here's the deal I said I know that everybody has a sound I said but I don't want to be known as a guy that had just one certain sound I just want to be known as a guy that could go in there and cut whatever he wanted to that's cool though Yeah, that's very cool well, I like the fact that musicians, especially singer-songwriters, are not genreing themselves anymore. Yeah. You know, let's break out, let's delve into other music. That's where the good right. stuff comes from. Well, I mean, just like we talked about before, you don't just listen to one kind of music, not right? Not. So, I mean, you I don't know, think anybody does anymore. I would hope not, because that'd know. be sad and a I little mean, boring. I mean, like like we were in high school and you you had to identify yourself. You had to like label yourself as a punk rocker or a rocker or whatever. Yeah. And by God, you know, I. I'd be listening to Metallica and like the hardcore heavy metal, then I'd sneak home and I'd listen to like, you know, the Carpenters and shit with nobody would nobody yeah. knew. You know, I was a closet, you know, softy. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just well, outed all my, all my high school friends. <laughs> well one thing that's strange to me, you know, going back to it, like, yeah, in the in the in the fifties and stuff, his music from then I could understand how it had the rock and roll edge, but if you think about Elvis from from seventy three to seventy seven, he was really Country music country. And, and, and more R&B than anything. It wasn't yeah. really no rock and roll to it. I mean, he yeah. still did some of the old hits, but for the I most think that's part, he crossed over a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he, he was he was doing yeah. you know the Righteous Brothers, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. you lost that love and feeling, and oh, yeah. stuff like that, and just good rhythm and blues songs. Yeah, you know so, that's like the uh, most recorded song in history is the Righteous Brothers. Yeah, you lost that love yeah. and feeling. Yes, no, but, no, Unchained Melody. Yeah. Unchained Melody. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. Unchained Melody. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, you know, I found out something else about music the other day that blew me away, and I don't know why I've got to say this. I've got to get it out. Okay, so you remember uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band, right? Little Stevie, the guy with the little bandana. You know who that is? Sopranos. Sopranos yes. Silvio. I, had I did no not clue. know that. I had no. no clue, dude. Dusty, you can't hear Dusty, but Dusty's like, you didn't know that? Dude, I saw that the other day. Blew me away. Dude, I now. Y'all don't know this. I'm a Sopranos. Like I love Moff- Sopranos. I love Mafia everything. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, I, I watched that stupid one stupid movie with... Uh, oh, my Lord, Casino. Casino like I'm so tired times. of freaking listen- watching that movie. Casino, Goodfellas. Oh, Goodfellas. All that. Casino's uh, a great movie. The, 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 Depa- yeah. the Departed. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Well, so, uh, so you know... We're the back girl, off running. You know, <laughs> Christopher's girlfriend on The Sopranos. You know that Shooter Jennings' wife. Get out of town. Oh, Drea, I don't remember. Dude, and Frenchie, do you know guitar Frenchie? Frenchie knows them really, really well. We laughed about that, yeah. That is Shooter Jennings' wife. Oh, wow, how cool. That's actually really cool. She's hot. (laughs) (laughs) There's no other way to say it. Even the FBI thought she was hot. <laughs> See, I can't, I, I, I can't get mad because oh, we Joe, all know. I we love all Joe know. Pesci. And what's cool about Joe Pesci, and I'll see if you know this, he was in a band with Joey and the Starlighters, and he quit. Listen. And I just Stevie lost Stevie Ray? No, no. Stevie Ray. Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Took his place in the band. And that's how wow. Jimi Hendrix got his start. That's how Jimi Hendrix got his start. Because Joe Pesci went to... Acting instead of staying in music. Mind blown. Mind blown. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. You'll never know. You'll never know what you're gonna hear on this shit. So that's cool. Tell me about you though. So what? What all? Tell me songs that you have out. Do you have? Do you have anything out? So the first one I released was Small Town Love. Okay, and tell me about that song. It's a song I wrote sitting on my couch one day when I was sick, and it was just I was just thinking about 
all the guys that I went to school with, just growing up in a small town kind of deal, you know, you hear about all these people that they think they're all in love in high school, and, like, just it's that 10% of them that they part ways after high school, and they both leave town to, they think the grass is greener on the other side, and then, you know, they realize that person they ran off with wasn't the one, so they come back and find that high school sweetheart, and oh. so kind of, kind of about oh, that. Oh, very so, cool, very yeah. cool. Yeah, and then, uh, then after that, I released a song called Dance Your Way to Her Heart. Dang sure way to her yeah. heart. Da- okay. da- dance your way to her heart. Oh, dance yep. your way to her heart. Yeah. Now we're going to be putting some of these in the podcast throughout it. Which one yeah. is that? That two yeah. of the ones we're going to put in. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Or or what do you want me to put in? Put in whatever you want. You can put. I, I've only got three out. So if you need three of them, that's it. That's so that'll work. So what's the third one? Nothing about that. The one that played in here a few minutes ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah what uh, I heard through my because I'm of course I'm listen you know have on my. My ear, ears. I couldn't hear it well. Got a filter, man. It, it takes out a lot of background. I like these mics. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Thank you, Landry and Company. Yeah, hey, that's where I got my SE from. He, he's big <laughs> on them. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so the second one, I wrote that song. Uh, I wrote this song one evening, sitting in uh, the garden room at the house. We got a room in there with big windows you can kind of see and look across the field and all that. Uh huh. I've I've been playing in bars since I was 16. Oh like, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and um, I just I remember some nights just the guys that would just get just so drunk and just go up to a girl and lean all over at the bar and want to buy her a drink and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I wonder how that would work out if he was sober and he just asked her to dance instead of trying to get her drunk. It it it, it worked Works. a whole hell of a yeah. lot better. So I wrote, I wrote a song about oh, it. Oh, I love know, it. So. I'm a firm believer in that. So, Honey and I did not dance for the first 20, 25 years of our no, marriage. About 15 years, 18 15, years. Yeah. So, and then one year he got us uh, private dance lessons oh, for my birthday. Nice. Let me tell you something. That changed our marriage. Yeah, it did. Us, da- us learning how to dance changed our marriage. But and I don't know really, how many times I've got my ass almost kicked by people look, just these mean mugging me down. And oh, because we like, will. Dude, I'll teach you how to dance if you put the beer down. I mean, ask Dusty. We will dance on an open, uh, only people dancing. We will dance if there's not a dance floor. We will dance. We 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 dance, and uh, yeah, even in backer bars. Yeah, that were scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I first started. I remember I wanted to just play country music in a in a barroom so bad. I remember being a kid playing places for for a, a drink of water and a slice of pizza at a place they issue knives and guns at the door. Oh wow! Yeah. Feel like using Roadhouse. Oh dang! Min- dang! Minus the chicken wire. I just watched that the other day. It's Roadhouse? great, dude. It's, uh, it's such a, I love such, a such a legendary movie. Yeah. Jeff Lee Band. Oh my and I forgot Dude. how good that was, man. Oh, that, man. It's still great. And, man, Sam... Um, Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's in there. Yeah. Oh, yes, he is. She got yeah. the hots for Sam Elliott. Watch out. <laughs> Doesn't everybody? It's hilarious. Where do you see him when he was, like, 20 years old? Look up a picture of when he's 20 years old, man. The guy was a leading man through and through. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 100%. Look, I love movies like Roadhouse or, like, any anything that's got a lot of funny scenes in it. Because quotes, like, I'm big on movie quotes. Like, Jesse is, too, but, like... <laughs> we, I love throwing out a good mo- movie quote at the right time. So, like, growing up in bars and stuff, anytime, like, there's a fight or somebody just got the absolute hell knocked out of them after it got quiet, I mean, you can just throw the roadhouse up. The name is Dalton. <laughs> <laughs> and every yeah. now and then you get one person that picks it up and they'll just laugh. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I think we did some Ricky Bobby quotes earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you first, you last. Ricky Bobby Inc. Oh, that's awesome. So what about this third song? So nothing about that is my most recent single out. 
and uh, put it out to Texas Radio. It's on all streaming platforms. It's doing doing pretty good on the Texas Internet Radio charts. Been, awesome. Been doing good on that. And, uh, yeah, it's doing good on all the charts. It's uh, been doing good. And uh, that song was actually written by Drew Hall, the owner of Rosewood. Oh, really? Okay. And he showed me that song, and uh, he's like, hey, check this song out and all that, and if you like it, cut it. And he uh, he told me that he wrote it when he was in Nashville, and he mm-hmm. was he was actually going to pitch it to Dirks Bentley because it's got like a true Dirks Bentley vibe, like back in the Feel That Fire days and uh, What Was I Thinking? Yeah. Like, Rob... The early, early 2000s, like, and I love that Dirk Bentley stuff. Kind of had kind of the grassroots sound to it. And yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to hearing it now. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and so he showed it to me. I'm like, absolutely, I'd love to. And he's actually shown me some other songs that, that I've cut, too. And Drew's a great songwriter. Like, there's a, if there was ever anybody that had a hidden talent that he just doesn't tell a lot of people, but it's his songwriting. Oh, okay. And he's just a great, both of them guys are great musicians. Well, you know, I, when I, when you first sent the single to me, I was like, you told me you wrote it. I sent him a note saying, you sandbagging son of yeah. a bitch. <laughs> hey, look, I was like, yeah. what the hell, where the hell did that come from? Yeah. Didn't even tell me. <laughs> yeah. And, and another, That's like, awesome. me and Drew, like, uh, I cut a song of his called Just the Other Guy. And it was the one song in life I truly wish I would have wrote because it's the only song I've ever heard a demo of. And like I pulled over to the side of the road and I cried because I was living every word of that song at the oh, time. Wow. So what song was that? It's a song called Just the Other Guy. And it's I'm not out go, yet? No, I'm probably going to release it this winter, later, okay. later in the year. When okay. It, and uh, it, is, it is probably the most special song I've ever recorded because I've never recorded a song that I connected with that much. I got you. So, and it was one of those deals where... I changed a word here and there just so it fit me just a little better. But, I mean, for the most part, Drew had it, like, 98% perfect. And it was just, like, one of those, like, whoa. Like, I should have wrote that song. I think everybody has a song like that that you hear it and, like, man, I should have wrote that. <laughs> I should have wrote that. And I was lucky enough that he let me cut it, so that meant a lot. Very mm. cool. So, and we've talked about that. So, so, And there's some musicians that are like, oh, I would never, I would never record somebody else's song. You know, blah, blah, blah. blah. And me. I'm like... I'm like, no. I mean, if somebody has written this song and hands it to you, it's like, look, this, this, you, you need to look at this. You need to, I mean, that's, I mean, how, what an honor Absolutely. that would be. Well, just look at, just Dusty look at has Sinead something O'Connor. to say. The Sinead O'Connor song when Prince wrote that song for her, you know, I mean, it was perfect. It would, it was just a world came together. Yep. You know? I kind of have a hot sports opinion on this. Oh, do you? All right. And man, and this is the reality and man. A guy that I talked with, we all, he said this to me and he said it perfectly. The, the, one of the things that holds all of us as artists back is the reluctance to actually realize that there are a lot better songwriters out there than we are. Mm-hmm. And the straight up truth is, is man, you can listen to a song from a lot of the people that we know and like and compare it to people that do that for a living. And there's a huge difference in what they sound like, right? And so what holds us back as artists is us not either collaborating and saying, oh, I just don't do well with others. That's like saying, hey, man, you, I can't play in the sandbox with people. Yeah. Man, it is a lot. That you, we need to cut other artist songs or other songwriting songs. You know, sure, we write great ones. What did Nate Burnham say the other day when he was out? I don't know if you heard him say this to me. He goes, oh, hey, man, you're going to be like Randy Rogers. Well, I played that She Comes to Me song. He goes, I said, what do you mean? He said, oh, you're going to be like him. Man, that's a great song. That's my favorite song you've ever done. Oh, I didn't write it. Well, I don't really care. I'm still delivering a song. So yeah. for me, it, that those kind of things, you know, being able to write is great. 
But I think that we need to open our minds to really being able to to do other people's songs. I think the guys that we're kind of running with, Zeb Rogers, yep. Jake. <clears throat> I actually talked to Zeb the other day. About, about, he, he was asking me about a song, what yeah. I look for when he when, in a song when I choose one. The, well, the willingness to be able to do that is yeah. huge. And I think what that does is, is, man, it makes us better artists, too, because we're getting somebody else's writing. But also, so you're also giving voice to someone's words that maybe yeah. doesn't have a voice or yeah, doesn't have that voice. I mean, not very good. Another you know, thing, you know, and, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll be very, very real about it because I don't, I mean, I'm after hanging out with Dusty, you know, like he's pointed out some obvious things to me and the whole business scheme of things. But like, so the hardcore truth of it is like, I mean, we've kind of banded together, like, especially me, him, and Jesse, to prove to people, like, yeah, you know, it's nice to play those big stage and have a bus, but you don't have to have all that to make a living doing this. Right. So yeah, we talked about that, too. Right. Yeah. On, saying that, when you're out there and you're doing four and five gigs a week going from town to town, like me, I have a day job. That me and my dad, we work construction during the week, so I'll hustle during the day, and then about Wednesday or Thursday, I'll go and I'll gig. But when you're out there busting ass trying to make it, you don't have time to sit down every day and write songs. Right. So right. if I get a good one pitched to me, and it's something that I want to say at the time, and I don't have time to write, dang right I'm right. going to Right, as long as it speaks to you, yeah. Well, to exactly. me, the big, the big thing is, though, is if you see somebody that's really good at anything and that's what you want to do, like me with my fiddle playing, I want to find people that are much better than me so I can go learn mm -hmm. from them. If they're a great songwriter, get in a circle with them. Yeah. Get, a, get in a collaboration with them or just go sit down and listen to them. That's the way you get better. Well, and yeah. so it's it's interesting to see, you know, a lot of the people that, and you can you can actually go back and look in the annals of time of all tracking a billboard. Most of the songs that are the biggest songs ever in the world weren't written by the artists that cut them. Yeah. And people so, give George and, Strait and crap about that yeah. all the time. Dude, George, you know why George Strait did that? Hmm. He did that because that was the protocol. He wanted to make sure those songwriters were able to make a living. Mm -hmm. He was making music as an artist. If he's selling hundreds and thousands of copies, those people are still getting paid. Part of the problem with what, man, you know, I could do this all day long. <laughs> but part of, part of the problem with the world the is, is that, that, man, we, it's created this selfishness almost amongst yeah. artists that, man, you know, I know lots of people. I don't co-write. I can't write with anybody. Well, man, your music is always going to stay the same. It yeah. is. You're never you going to grow. I'll tell you, the brand, we talked about this with my stuff, personally, not to dive in, because I, I have a new album coming out that is so different than anything I've ever done. Yeah. It's because I collaborated with a bunch of different people, you know. Different people. Yep. Keep yeah. an ear out. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, that's well, true. It, it, it is yeah. different. And, and people that, and, and I work with a bunch of different guys. We did it. Jake and I, the, we, the song that they're talking about cutting, we wrote, I had a whole bunch of stuff put together and we couldn't sleep. You know, jet lag is real, by the way. Yes, yes. it is. And we're sitting at three o'clock in the morning in this beach house in the UK and we start working on the song and I, it's, it's almost done now. And it's something yeah. he's going to get. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm, a, I'm very excited about it. And, and you know, I, I actually, I, I call the guys. We got it in so we can release it for summer. So we're about to go cut it. But, uh, you know, getting back to what he said, you know, you said I could go on all about this. But you, you need to go on all about it because we've talked about it. And, like, I mean, we're all on the wagon. But <clears throat> Dusty's the voice for it. And Dusty says a lot of shit that needs to be heard. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> does. My, he, knows, he knows. He knows. And he knows what he's talking about. And, and, he's and I, I've told him, like, that this dude right here is he's progressed my career more than I ever thought it would wealth like. of knowledge but the his willingness to say hey we're about to we're about to show them that this ain't the way it is and I'm like that's what got me on board more than anything yes. because because I've been through it and that's a story for a different time but I mean when <laughs> I know what he's all about and I'm all about it too and I think it's great 
Because, Very cool. Well, you know, one thing I've learned about all this, is talking to all you musicians for what better part of a, couple, a year and a half now. A year and a half almost. Is, you know, everybody's like, well, if I make it, okay, well, we're sitting there, there pretty near oh, Stone yeah. to the Roo's bus. We I can, could, all, I we could can go on all about that. We can honestly say Stone to the Roo's made it. But the people that busker it out and make a living and support their family and enjoy what they're doing, that's that to it. me is making it. So are you happy? Here's, yeah, here's something really Happiness. interesting, and this is the thing that we talk about all the time. Business-wise, and this is what I try to share with him, He, when we first started, I'm going to make it. And I'm like, man, what is, ma- what is yeah, your definition how, how do you of making it? Because yeah. I can tell you, the reality is you're not a unicorn. Mm-hmm. We're not Cody Jinx. That's a unicorn. Yeah. Think about this. Back 20 years ago, there was one. There was 10 labels. They had 10 main people. They so, dude, if, that's a hundred people. A like hundred people out yeah. of the entire United States of America, men that had record deals, and maybe another. Excuse me. I'm hoping <clears throat> this has changed, but I think it has. 30 to 40 women, right? Mm-hmm. And we've watched that kind of balance, and it's starting to change. Like, yeah, think yeah. about what it is. So, so the but but man, one thing that's happened with Spotify, it's opened the doors. For guys like Jake and I, you can make a very nice six-figure income mm-hmm. playing your original music and playing on a consistent basis. And the cool part about it is, is man, that opportunity is for everybody. Every skin color, mm. every ethnicity, yep. every freaking gender. If you man for men, women, because of the way that it is, if you can run a business, you can actually start something. Yeah. And so we have to think about how does everything we do facilitate or perpetuate your career to where you're making more money. And the other thing I tell people, whether you're sitting in front of one person or you're sitting in front of 10,000, but you're doing it every day, you're still doing this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd love, sure. to, I'd love to say something to all the fans. I mean, all the people that go out and listen to music or all the people that go out to bars where there's live music, man, be there. Be there. It's a visceral experience. It's so cool to just be there and listen to somebody pour their heart out on stage. Yeah. Take the time. Get off your phone and sit there and just listen. Listen, listen to their music. Enjoy, listen to their stories. Get up and dance. I don't give a shit if anybody's watching or you can't dance. or You you know what I mean? Get up and just, just experience it. It's life. I love live music. Oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm totally sold down. I'd much rather go watch a, a artist in a bar than go to a huge concert anymore now. Oh, anyway, I'm yeah. totally sold. Except for except for Elton John, for Elton I gotta John. go see Elton John yeah. if at all possible. So think about this: Why would you want to go now? Have you seen the prices of tickets? Like, did you see? Have you seen some of the shit that's going on? We paid how much for for George Strait? Brand new car, twenty two hundred. Yeah, dollars something and like that. We could have taken a trip. Na- Live Nation made more than George Strait. Well, did. so I'll tell you the other thing that's happening too. Man, because of, you kind of have to pick it, because of the way record labels are and the way Spotify is, the distribution, you make about 4,000% less per stream or per somebody buying your single than you used to. But with that comes the ability for us to do it. So part of the reason why those ticket prices are up is they're trying to make the same amount of money as that they're, what they're making. And the record labels are also funding the tours, which they didn't used to do because yeah. they're seeing profitability in that situation. The other thing that's starting to happen is, is that window starting to close with Spotify because, man, record labels are owning and buying all of the, all of the playlists. And they're also owning a lot of the distribution channels. Yep. There's a new platform called Mind, Mind or Mind. I can't remember what it is, but uh, uh, what's his name? Chip something. Anyway, he's uh, he's trying to he's trying to open it up to where it's totally transparent, totally open source. So I'm waiting to see where that's going to go. I think that's really going to help musicians out a lot. Is it a? 
It's uh, it's it's uh, Brie Bagwell that's doing Patreon. She's making a great living from what I've heard. I don't know the exactly, but there's ways to do that kind of stuff. Dan yeah. Smalley's talking about, you know Dan. Oh, yeah. He's talking about doing the same thing. He's in a dispute with a record label that will not release his music that he's had done for two years. Mm. And at the end of the day, being an independent artist and getting out here and hustling, sometimes you make a couple hundred dollars a night as an acoustic show. Sometimes you make $10,000 a night full band. Oh, oh, and do the T-shirts. Don't be, don't be ashamed to do the T-shirts. Yep. Don't be ashamed to do the hats. Merch. I'll buy yep. it. Yeah, merch it out, baby. That's 40% of my income. Yeah. Dusty said that's 40% of his income. Yes. Yeah, for, it helps out a lot, you know. I mean, and you're not going, I mean, there's nights that you hit it and you'll make seven or 800 bucks doing merch, and there's, oh, night, yeah. there, there's nights you'll sell a t shirt and maybe. Yeah, or you, know, you know, but. Well, the other thing that you're talking about that, and you got to set it up to sell. Yep. And yeah. even if you had, to, so I did 241 dates last year, right? I didn't set up on all of them, but think about there were some that I didn't set up, and I averaged about two hundred and sixty dollars a night in merch. Wow. On those nights that I set up, I could have made another fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. Yep. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Well, you know, it's 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 a game. I don't want to say it's a game, but you but you you're you're there. You might as well, you know, and sell well, and, and, and you sell know, yourself. Sell but yourself. Then, so this is the show deal. For work, for God's sake. So Nate Burnham was at a show the other night with his wife. And two people there were wearing a Billy Joe uh, T-shirts. Yep. Um, and then last night, I don't know how many people were wearing uh, Jeff Canada hats. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, think they awesome. all did it on purpose. Yeah. But did. I mean, but I mean, when I go to a show, I don't. If I came to see you, I promise I would not have on your T-shirt because everybody already knows you. So why would I wear your T-shirt? I'm gonna wear somebody else's T-shirt, and I wear a lot of merch. I probably have 200 band T-shirts. Yep. Well, you know, the other thing we got to get through our head, too, this isn't music friends. This is music business. Yeah. And it is a business. I don't give yep. a shit how emotional you are, how heartfelt it is. It still boils down to can you do this and make enough money to yeah. pay for yourself? The sad things that we see, and the dude, here's real talk. Uh, I, I'm, you know, and I'm, I'm guilty of this myself back in the past. You have a lot of people that say that they're in it for the music and they say they're in it for the business of making money, but their actions and their behaviors don't show that that's where they're at, whether it's alcohol, drugs, sex, whatever it is that you're there. The party they're paying more attention yeah. to that. That's what they're truly in it for. And so, you know, you can tell the real players, and I mean by the real players, not, not ladies' man players, you can tell the real players that are constantly looking and constantly trying to figure out how to better themselves. It's not just about making it. It's about increasing your income on a consistent basis. And that's that's the thing that I, I think yeah. we talk about, that we struggle about. And, man, we all make shitty decisions, you know, at the end of the day in, in our jobs. But, man, it, man, with this kind of thing, it's like owning your own business. Every decision could be your last. Yep. Man, my, my biggest thing, too, is, like, like I'll say this. There's people, there, there's bars that gave me the chance and venues that gave me the chance when I first started that I'll never forget and I'll always repay that favor. And there is nothing wrong with that. But but I also tell people, you have to learn, like, if you're going to do this as a business, like, if a bar calls you and says, hey, you know, we usually get about 20 people down here, like, we can't pay you, but we, we can give you some beer. I, don't do that gig. No. And then don't. if they tell you they can book 100%. somebody cheaper, you tell them to book them. Book because, them. like, the deal is exposure doesn't pay bills and exposure doesn't give you money to record no. your songs. So, I mean, now, and Jeff Canada will say this. He's like, look, he goes, because he's big in the Houston area, but he's wanting to branch out. So, when you're branching out into areas yeah. there where no one knows you, exactly, yeah. then you might have to think about exposure versus yeah. 
you know, that at the very beginning. Oh, Dusty says no. Dusty says no. I agree to that to an extent. Yeah. But at the end of the day, being a musician at the level that we're at, we have to be able to be at the ability to not only play our own songs, be able to play stuff that everybody can identify with that allows you to self-fund. Right? Man, another big problem. People are... People don't want to do cover songs. Well, I'm gonna, I hate to tell you, man, we can sit in this room right now. I haven't heard one artist other than the ones that played that we were here a minute ago. I haven't heard one of those guys' songs on the jukebox. People want to hear stuff they know. Yeah, they do. And you can win them with that. Jesse's a, a firm believer in that. We win them with that. Yeah. And then, man, you can go into any town and play cover music and make $500 a night. I yep. book, I'm going to tell you something. I book, you're talking about tapping into new markets. I booked two days. I booked three gigs in Oklahoma, $600 a piece acoustic gigs. Acoustic. Do you know why? Because I play cover music. Yep. I'm going to go in and play cover music, mix yep. my own songs, and make my money while I'm at it. At the end of the day, for me to make really good quality original music, I have to make money. Mm-hmm. That, that shit just doesn't appear out of nowhere. And so I'm with Jeff, you know, and he, what he means by exposure, probably making a little less than he normally yeah, is used to make. Yeah, we're not talking about I know what he's talking about. Yeah, I know we're what he's talking, talking about. You know, well, being realistic. The, well, here's the other thing, man. It's all about asses in the seats mm-hmm. because at the end of the day, they'll pay you what you're worth. Now, you, they won't initially when you come in, but they'll pay you. Once you go into play, they'll start raising your pay. Oh, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> all righty. So we are fixing to wrap it up. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> all right. So you're, so you're from Wascom again? La- yeah. Okay. Wa- so Wascom. 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 So where do you like to play? Where, what's your What's your community do you like to play in? Man, so, I, I like to I like to play anywhere that appreciates country music. Okay. So yeah. I'll, I'll play anywhere really. Okay. Cool. But uh, cool. there's a lo- there's a lot of places that don't appreciate what a musician does, but you still go in there and you still hustle. But so all your booking agents, give us a call. We'll hook you up with you. <laughs> uh, so what? Tell me. I want I want to hear a funny story. A funny story. Uh huh. It can be the craziest things that's ever happened to you. It um, can be. Uh, well, it can't be the craziest because I, I still got to keep it to where kids can listen to this to an extent. But I re- <laughs> re- rem- remember remembering three or four hundred different songs with that iPad stuff. So I, I remember stuff short term. So it's got to be real funny to, for me to it, for it to for stick it to with me say. for a while. But one thing that happened when we was overseas and uh, I, Dusty's over here laughing already. I always laugh at. I, I always laugh because I'm not giving him the mic though. So know, it's all you. <laughs> it, the only time that Dusty's a bully, he he's only he only bullies me when he tells me how little I am. And so, so he was giving me shit when we went over to England. And so we got there, and like a lot of people there are like smaller Small. than I am. So yeah, hey, they really did their best to make us feel at home. But we go in this backstage dressing room, and I mean, like, I'm having to wiggle around to get in there. Well, <laughs> Dusty walks in, and he's got his guitar, and yeah, he's big as a bear anyway. <clears throat> well, he gets in there, and he gets his guitar hung up, and he can't turn around. It's like hung on the wall, and everywhere he turns, he's getting. <laughs> His clothes are getting caught on stuff, and we're like, Dusty, what's wrong? And he said, it's these little fucking people over here. <laughs> <laughs> and that really just cracked me up. Like, me and Jesse was laughing so hard. Uh, that's so funny. You're like, just wait till we go to Scotland. That's my size people. <laughs> oh, it was hilarious. Norse. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. Thank, Jake, thank you so much for... Uh, just hanging out with us impromptu, Lee. I know your your um your is that girlfriend, wife, 
girlfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend yeah, over there. Yeah, she's yeah. beautiful, by the way, oh, and I love so her much. outfit. Yeah. She's a trooper. She likes to go everywhere. She's all about the music. So, and so yeah. she's just been sitting there hanging out this whole time yeah. while we've been oh, talking. She could have been a she could have been a guest host. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, well, a, I tell you what, you, so you're on Spotify, dollars, everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music. Right. But, but uh, I'll, we'll be, I'll be honest with you. I hope I hope we can do this again soon because I love doing this kind of stuff. This is one of my favorite things about the music business. Okay. We're just a few hours down the road from you. Yeah. We're Terrell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two hours away. Nice little studio we're building. We're going to have RV hookups for the musicians. I think, I think y'all should just find out the next time he's in the studio and go do it at the studio and meet with Drew, Carrie, and there you go. I yeah. think, Rosewood. I, I we think, need to I make think, that happen. I think it'll be June 13th. You know what? I've never heard an ill word about Rosewood. Not one bad word about those guys. Yeah, yeah you, I'm, dude, I'm telling you, you everybody, never hear a everybody, bad word. You can, you can see somebody talk about it, and all of a sudden they just get this smile on their face. Yeah. So I hear it's an amazing place. It I is. really do. If, so. if you leave unhappy from Rosewood, it's your own fault because them guys go above and beyond to make you feel Good like deal. family and to make you happy. Very cool. Good deal. Yeah. Awesome. Good deal. Yeah. Well, thanks again. And, man, we also want to thank uh, Billy here at Bill. 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 Bill here at Miranda's for letting us just take up a table and, and sit down is, yeah, and made us feel at home. Packed. Yeah, it is. Well, Sterling yeah. Rue's going to take the stage in 30 minutes. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Very nice. All right, you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Dusty. Thank thanks for coming and sitting down and hanging out with us again. Thank you for putting up with my shit. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for having me. I appreciate oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. So long ago, sun flying high, the breeze blowing slow, young and carefree, with nothing to lose. Those endless days, bonfire nights, wrapped up in each other and holding on tight, there was nothing we couldn't do. Take a trip down memory lane Let's go back in time, 95 feels so alive Watching those waves roll Sunken skin, dig me in, still feel the sand between my Soaking up 
Once again, I want to thank Jake Williams for sitting down with us and Dusty for yeah. being our gra- gracious um, guest host. And of course, Juanita's for letting us hang out there and um, what was take his up name? a table. Bill, was that his name? Dude, you know me and I think that I th- I'm almost positive that was his name. He was the most gracious oh, 100%. owner I have ever yeah. met in my life. So for if sure. I'm wrong on that, I will correct myself. I really next think you week. might be right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he was so nice. Yeah. In fact, we almost ate there the other day. But uh, we didn't have time. Yeah, we didn't have time. Yeah. That Food's was the, great. That was the day my car got hit, wasn't it? No, that was we were in Burleson for a different. A oh, different, okay. A and it was in Burleson. Yeah. yeah, it was a different interview that day. Um, so this week we're going to be heading to the stockyards on Saturday. Yeah, you know, you know, there was a uh, 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 something burned down last night. Yeah. I hope everybody's Cadillac. okay. Yeah, Cadillac. Something or other. Yeah. Um, the Cadillac bar. Yeah, it was like an explosion or something is what I was told. I just hope so, everybody's okay and nobody yeah. was hurt. Um, we had man. a lot of musicians checking in last night, you know, yeah. telling everybody that they were okay. They were okay. Man, so. um, man, just just prayers for everybody that was involved and the firefighters that that were uh, taking care of it because it was, a, it was a very large fire. All the first responders. I mean, yeah, that, 100%. You, you know, whenever you have a mass casualty like that, it gets bad. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it's, yeah. it's hard on a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so, but before that, um, hopefully we're going to get to give, um, Trenton Johnson his award for, um, videographer of the year. So I accepted his award at the Texas in, um, is well the worth Texas it. country music industry awards. Oh my God. That was, for, such, that was good oh, man for this house ain't big enough. And I still can't believe, I'm just going to say it. I still can't believe that Joey Green didn't win video of the year for well, that video. Well, you know, I, I and I feel bad because Rico with Kinfo is oh, one love, of my, he's Kinfo. one of my favorite 100%. people. Yeah. He, he's the most gracious, and nicest guy. congratulations to them. Yeah, congratulations. Sure. I had not seen their video yet. Oh, I had. I watched all of them and before I voted. I went back and watched it. And I'm like, okay. And they've got a huge following. They do. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. So but, I love you, Rico. You're yeah. awesome. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, know. but congratulations to Trenton. And we're going to be meeting up with him before we go see... Uh, September Moon at Rhinestone. Which is awesome. Oh, I, I love cannot September wait to Moon. see them um, and hang out with them. I love those guys. And we'll um, hopefully we'll, we'll be releasing their episode coming up not too long from now. Mm-hmm. We had a great time hanging out with them. But um, so, yeah, so he's with um, 813 Media. And hopefully we're going to be able to um, go and take a tour of the Bolt Studios. Yeah, it's like a video studio, video, yeah. videography studio. So they have like 13 different sets and 
5,500 square feet lot. I mean, who comes up with this stuff for a business? I mean, this this is an amazing idea. Um, Yeah. So I just can't wait to to walk around and take a look at it. And, um, and, who knows? They might become a sponsor too. I'd like that. Uh, I mean, me too. Me you too. know, you know, the deal with the sponsorship though is a lot of people like you know we we talk about these private events all the time for musicians, and believe it or not, it's really not that expensive. Oh, to have a private event for to be musicians. to be honest with you. Okay, so like Alex had a DJ. Yes, and uh, for, for at his, his wedding. wedding, and what that DJ cost. We probably could have had we one of the have, top bands come in. We could have had a band come. And I having live music at a venue. A million times better. Yes. I'm not knocking, not, I'm not, not knocking not, DJs. I'm not, not saying anything bad about DJs out there. I mean, and you know. That's but, just us. I mean, some people like. We love know. live music. Yeah. Uh, no shocker there. <laughs> really? We like live music? <laughs> you know, I was talking to somebody about it the other day, and, you know, and it, well, it was it was Mike. He was bitching that he has never played Wagon Wheel. And of course, all the musician buddies were like, yeah, I hate this song. I hate this song. You know, and, and I get it. I get that there's songs that you don't like to play. Right. But that's a great dance song. Yeah. It really yeah. is, you know, and, and it brought. Um, what's his name from Hootie and the Blowfish over to country. Yes. And he's a great country singer now. So. Yep. Yep. So, so you know, guess like what, what else you like. Guess what else we're doing this week? What are we doing this week? Well, I'm starting school. Well, you started school this past week. Well, Your students, students yeah. start. Our, our, our youngest starts his senior year this coming week. Yep. Yeah. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. He's going to be a Thunderbird and hang out with the pink ladies. <laughs> um, we're going to hang out with Billy Joe and Justin yeah. at Texas Music City Grill in Lindale. Yeah. Wednesday night, she does karaoke. I ain't doing we karaoke. We will not be doing karaoke, but we will be hanging out with them because I haven't seen them in a while and I can't wait to see them I'm sure on Wednesday. So if you do karaoke, come on out um, and sing. We'll get you a sticker. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Anybody that sings, I'll give them a Gala Texas music sticker that Justin gifted to us. Yeah, actually. now we are having hats and shirts made yes, as we, we speak. Are. But we're, we're taking orders. We're, we're really struggling with the artwork. I yeah. mean, it just, we just, we're so. I'm not an artist, y'all. Yeah. And then we're going to be meeting with um, Native Station this week, mm-hmm. too, to maybe talk about some stuff coming up. If y'all up haven't in been to Native Station, it's so awesome. So excited about that. And then we have Top Shelf Thursday this week, this Thursday, the 10th from 7 to 10. At Sweetwater Grill, I have it on my calendar, and I haven't confirmed with Amy Johnson with Top Shelf Music and Top Shelf Radio Texas that John Hope and Avery Flores are going to be our get out of town musicians. I'm, I haven't confirmed it, but that's who I have on my calendar. So I things change, that. but yeah. that's who I have. I'm hoping that's the case and, because I love both of those guys. And Avery's just amazing. Yep. And then I'm looking at my calendar. Yep, that's all I have for that's this it. week. But that's something well, Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday and Saturday night. Well, good luck to all you teachers. I myself have a God very, bless you all. I have a very cushy year coming up. I got all. <laughs> he the, says that every year, and no, then it turns no, into this just is utter great. chaos. No, we uh, we got. All, I got all the advanced students in engineering, so that should be really challenging because I've got some really smart kids, and I'm teaching the new electrical class, Aww. and we're doing it VR. Good luck. Babe. So it's going to be really cool because I, I think that's going to change education. Yeah, yeah. And I am looking for sponsors for the program. Oh. Very so cool. if y'all are in the engineering field or electrical field. <laughs> electrical field, yeah. And you Man, want that'd sponsor, be very cool. Yeah. And I've got another idea that I'll talk about later. Man, and if someone wants to sponsor your program, we will definitely talk about you on the podcast. It'd be a twofer. Yeah. Anyway, so um I guess that's it. Yeah. And 
I'm so, glad we're I'm glad we're back on target for doing these yeah. things. We're we're gonna start releasing. They'll always on be released Sundays. on Sundays or, or Mondays, Mondays, but but guaranteed by Monday, but at least Sunday. We just got a little sideways. Our studio's almost finished. Yay! So if Good you're job, looking honey. to do your own podcast. Or you need a place to do lessons. Or you need a place to do lessons, or you just need a place to just where you can't practice and you mm-hmm. just want to come out and practice, let us know. We'll arrange it. Yeah. And uh, other than that, we will catch you on the dance floor. No, it's not catch you on the dance floor. God damn it. And what is until it? Until next time. We'll see you on the dance no. floor? No. Well, he said we could use that again. Yeah, he did. But we're not going to. Well, so what did we decide on? You'll find us. Oh, you'll find us. on the- Why can't I not remember that? Would you write that down? I have written it down multiple, multiple, multiple times. Okay. You'll find us on the dance floor. <laughs> I'm glad this party's over and damn it sure was nice meeting you. Our intro song is Top Shelf Flicker, performed by the late great Taylor D and written by Amy Johnson and Chad Rowland. Our outro song is written and performed by Chris Cunningham, and it's called Meeting You.